0: Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. And we're live for another session of Uncanny Adventures, Haunted Hamlet of Raven's Hill that is brought to us by uh, Legendary Games. We're playing a pre-written module that I picked up at some point and uh, I'm putting these guys through their paces. So uh, today we have, again, we have Ian playing Dustin the Barbarian. We have Casey playing Brielle the Ranger dylan playing kimmy the druid and scott is joining us again playing rustler the rogue uh cullen can't play today so uh we'll let you know what happens with Krona. so we killed him yeah it's oh well, that was easy
1: they,
0: they finally had <laughs> enough and they and they did Krona in. it's very sad um, all to get rid of his creepy ghost friend Teddy Shadow. Bear, yeah yeah i mean i can understand that completely you know mm-hmm. The guy is a bit of a... Asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So anyway, so last time on our game, uh, the group had... They had met this spiritual raven, Arenal, who had been murdered. And his owner, Leary, wanted her new friends to find out what happened to her pet. She was certain that the crazy madman Who lived in the woods And often visited town Had done Aaron all in And so the party went looking for And Trellis the Mad Better known to some as Crazy Bob <laughs> <laughs> uh, They Were also joined by Crona who had Recently uh, died At the hands of Dustin And had been brought back By the clerics of Salune. At the gentle request of Bree, <laughs> gentle, the father will never be quite the same after his conversation with Bree. So, they also came across their friend rustler, who had been sort of guided to the group from some kind of a uh, unexplained means. You know, a track murder. of feathers and yes, murder. Murder uh, most foul. So they were all brought back together. They tracked Entrellis south into the south wood. Because last they'd seen him, he'd been floating down river, cackling madly. And they found one of his hideouts this shack set on the side of a ravine with a rope bridge that led to a treehouse. They confronted the crazy man, chased him throughout his treehouse and up on the roof. ...and managed to stop him from escaping. Shortly after subduing him... Entrellis ...went into a bit of a fit... ...collapsed... ...and a strange creature... ...has clawed its way out of Entrellis's midsection... ...at this point. So... ...as this happens... ...I need you all to roll initiative... ...as you see this creepy... ...spiny uh. creature... ...crawling out of his abdomen... And you see it has this sack at the back of it as it pulls free. And it has what appears to be an intact human brain in this bulbous sack on its back. It's very unnerving.
1: I don't like
2: that. I'm glad I'm on the other side of the bridge.
1: <laughs> it's <Yeah>. true.
0: Dustin, <laughs> Dustin has no idea at the moment what is happening as he cannot see what's going on.
3: Wrestler sees all. (laughs)
0: Wrestler's gonna climb back up in the tree. (laughs) He might. Hey, that's how
4: Bree survived. It's true.
0: (laughs) It is very true. Um...
3: In rule 28 said there was no valid token selected.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, don't, fine. I don't have the uh, initiative tracker open, so it didn't grab it. So, It's, oh, a, okay. it's a function okay. of the system.
2: You can add them manually, so it's not that mm-hmm. big a deal.
0: Hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bree, what's your dexterity bonus?
4: Um, Is it a four? It.
0: I think it's a four. All right, so it will go after
4: it is a four. All
2: right. my
0: oh,
4: goodness.
2: We can kill this thing before it does anything. <laughs> all
0: right. So it is, it's pulling its way out of the center of Entrellis' chest and it's, and there's like blood and like all these internal organs just kind of coming out with it. It's not being gentle about this. And uh, in that moment, Rustler, you are the quickest to uh, react. The others are kind of like a little open mouthed at first. Like, well, oh, what do you want to do?
3: Um, if I remember correctly, I already had sword drawn right at him because there was yes. definitely something off with him.
0: Yeah, as soon uh, as he starts, I have my red
3: here, and I obviously immediately strike at this thing because it's... This does not look like a tasty worm. This mm. looks a lot worse.
0: So, uh, Alright. That's so you, an advantage, I think, right? So you strike at it with your sword, and it skitters along the chest of Entrellis. And you kind of carve into him and miss the creature. So, Mm -hmm. Kimmy, you see this creature move closer to you as it scrambles around away from Rustler's sword and gets a little closer to you. What do you want to do?
2: Well, I would like to cast Thorn Whip Mm -hmm. and I would like to pull this thing into my hands and grab it if I can. Okay. Ugh. 11, though.
0: Yep, so you you whip out a thorn whip at it, and it skirtles back to the other side and you're Rustler again. And you just sort of grab onto part of Antrellis and he sort of lurches around at your feet.
3: No, no. Do his (laughs) legs move?
0: Yeah, they kind of... Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Ah. So, Dustin, you are on the other side of this rope bridge and you hear a... just bunch of yelling and
2: hoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, I just have a question? Are we supposed to be on the other map? Is oh, there, was there...
0: sure, I'll move you.
2: I mean, I I can theater remind this. I just want to make sure for our viewers that. Uh... Yeah,
0: I didn't even move the window yet.
2: <laughs> but I I'm gonna. I guess I'll try to cross this bridge.
0: Oh yeah, what a brave soul you are.
2: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Alright, so...
2: So... guess if I use... Can I use, like, the dash action to...
0: You can. I'm gonna need you to make me an athletics check as you dash across the bridge. Just as, uh... <sighs> just in case.
2: Double 18s.
0: Alright, so you uh, run across the bridge. Um, As you get almost to the other side, you hear the... Th- of the, the rope sort of breaking behind you as your weight has snapped the already frayed edges of the rope.
2: I knew this was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Um.
2: Thanks. I have a question.
0: Yes. <laughs> do I
2: have advantage on this because of where is that? Uh, I think it's danger sense.
0: Yes, oh, you do. Yeah.
2: All right. Alright, so we need a whiz a dexterity saving throw.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, so you uh, the bridge, you feel it drop out from under the, your feet as you're running, and you kind of momentum forward, and you grab the lip of the other side and just sort of muscle yourself onto the platform Oof. as the bridge is swinging. Now cut in half, one side on your side, one side against the wall on the other side, just lapping against the wall. Okay. And you are up on the edge, of, on the ledge of the tree fort, about 15, 20 feet above the ground.
2: So can I... So that was like 40 feet of movement. Mm-hmm. Can I get to the other side on this turn, or do you think that'd be it?
0: Uh, you could jump off the edge of the platform mm-hmm. and uh, finish moving Go- around to the back of the tree fort if you wanted to.
2: Okay, I'll do that.
0: All right, just make me an ac- acrobatics as you leap down to the ground.
2: Acrobatics, not good.
0: <laughs> All right, so you you just kind of like you roll uh, your ankle, <laughs> exactly. You
2: I'm on your the ankle. ground <laughs> on my face, yep.
0: and uh, you kind of land with yeah. and connecting. All right. as I was
3: saying, oh,
0: hello. Oh, <laughs> uh, So, it looks like we're back, and my, my little icon says it's green again, not red. Uh, some technical difficulties just occurred on my end. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, we were in the middle of a fight. Um, sure. <laughs> and uh, terrible time for the screen to go black when everybody's, like, dying or something. All right, so, Dustin leaped off the edge of the tree fort after barely catching onto the ledge when the bridge failed. Unsuccessfully Well it was mostly successful and then he leapt to the ground And it was not Um, So after he thuds to the ground uh, Bree You are also standing adjacent To this creepy crawly creature That has emerged from Crazy Bob's chest
4: Yes So I (sighs) Can I, I move To flank and then attack
0: Uh, Yeah, as long as you don't move out of its uh, reach, you can sort of shift around it.
4: Yeah, no, I don't plan on leaving its reach. Alright, so I'm going to move there, so I'm flanking. I am going to use my short sword. Okay. Okay. Or not.
2: Maybe. Ideally. Hopefully.
4: Okay. Well, we're just taking the first two because I'd have advantage, right, from flanking?
0: You're taking the best roll. Yeah.
4: The 19, yeah, of the first two.
0: It didn't pop up on my screen for me. Don't tell me I'm losing my connection again.
4: No,
2: I, I didn't get it either yet. So.
4: It took a while for it to pop up for me. All right,
0: so what was your total for your attack? Total? What was your attack roll? Because I can't see it. It didn't pop up. I can't see oh. it yet.
4: I got a 19 and an 8, so I'm going to take a 19.
0: Okay, so the 19 will hit.
4: So 9 points of damage.
0: Alright, so when you hit it, you notice uh, the blade doesn't seem to dig as deeply as it should, and it appears to have some kind of resistance to your attack. Do I do some damage? Yes, you do do some damage.
3: Okay. Well, I don't have any weapons, (laughs) I wasn't going to say it.
4: (laughs) I do have I get to attack again yes nice So, do you want me to roll two more do you want me to keep that 18 because I rolled three times on accident
0: uh you can roll again I I don't keep it just testing to make sure my
4: 25
0: okay 25 hits
4: I figured Uh, nine more points of piercing damage.
0: Okay.
4: I'm having connectivity issues as well.
0: Yeah, I could, I, I guessed it when I noticed your rolls aren't popping up. It's like, oh, yep, this is our it day. T- technical it difficulties. It
4: took a while to pop up for me, so.
0: Yep, this is our day for technical difficulties, but it's okay.
4: But but yeah, we talked about it too much before we logged on, so. Yeah. All we right. Jen-
0: so, let's see. This creature, everybody is slashing and tearing at this creature. It does not look very happy about any of this. As it decides what it will do next, it is going to do do, do. all right. So, kind of shifts. Oh, there's there's no damage. Holy There we go. go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow!
0: It all popped up now. Casey caught caught up with the future timeline. Alright, so it, it kind of shifts. It's still within all of your reach, but it kind of scuttles backward a little bit. And uh-huh. it kind of turns itself toward Rustler and Bree. And it starts chittering madly. And you actually notice it now it floats off the ground. I hate this. <laughs> uh, oh, God. And then this dazzling flash like of lights kind of spreads out over and Rustler in a 15-foot cone. I am going to need you both to make... Let's see. These are going to be a... I don't know what it's going to be.
3: Let's find out. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be either. Yeah, I mean, it's horrifying.
0: It's pretty scary.
3: Is it, is it Tuesday? Are, are we playing Call of Cthulhu? Yeah, I play- <laughs> Okay. Plautus, here's your Oh, okay. Here, okay she
0: no, she... I get to. All right, so I have to roll. Okay. Oh boy. Oh yeah.
3: Great. So, A Jeanette roll. Yep. Everyone's favorite.
0: Here we go. It's an,
3: it's an area attack. You need to roll.
0: Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. It's not. It's. Oh. All right. So, <laughs> how many hit points oh. does Rustler have?
3: Um, if we're going by the health he had before. Mm-hmm. It's fifteen.
0: Okay. How many hit points does Bree have total right now? Twenty. Twenty. So that's thirty-five total. <sighs> all right. So as this uh, energy, this colorful energy, kind of goes over both of you, um, you all of a sudden your your eyesight fails you. You both go blind. Come on! I only have
4: blindsight in our
0: other game. So yeah. So all of a sudden, you like your your eyes like you can't see. It's like it's so bright, and you just see the colors. And you guys are both blinded by this. Pretty wild effect.
3: You hear the sound of a dog getting kicked from mm-hmm. Russell
0: All right. So you guys both cannot see,
2: or your ninjas. One of the two.
0: Yes.
4: Ninjas.
3: I take ninja. Is there a ninja class? Is there an, is there blind sight feet? Ninja. I'm trying
0: to remember. I don't think so. All right. So now that you're both blind, it's going to continue to move and it skitters around the other side of Kimmy. It kind of like its legs going, but it's still huh? it's still kind of hovering away. But because you guys can't see it go, it just flies around behind Kimmy. And then, all right, uh, Kimmy. Since and and Dustin, because now you can see Corona. Uh, both of you, give me perception checks.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Sean. 17.
0: Okay.
2: Getting there.
3: Eight.
0: All right, Kimmy. Make an insight check.
3: Insight. Let's Oh, that's investigation there we go insight 16
0: okay you as this thing skitters around and krona gets a look at it the first thing that happens is that the the dark figure that sits on krona's shoulder uh you see its eyes the bright red kind of go really small and then it the, smokes out and you see krona and you realize like he his, his eyes kind of glaze over like he's terrified and he turns and runs. Like, almost like he sees this, he knows this, and this thing, he just bolts out, like, away.
3: Don't trip on a root.
0: So he just...
4: That was your plan for Chrono, Jeanette? Mm. Part of it. <laughs>
0: mm. Alright, so, yeah, so you just see him... Uh, he almost drops the swords. That he that he carries in in his haste Jeez. to run, he just barely hangs on to the, at the hill, and it's kind of just dragging behind him as he's just running through. And it's you hear it clinking against trees. He's just bolting in terror. All right, so after he Proud. runs away, Sir Krona ran away. All right, rustler, <laughs> you can't see. No, I can't. What do you want to do?
3: Has it has it gone full cycle? Are we on round two?
0: Yeah, we're on top of round two.
3: Okay. um, Do I get any saving throws to unblind myself?
0: You don't.
3: Oh my goodness. That's awful. Uh, Wrestler did hear it skitter away, though.
0: Yeah, you heard its little shh.
3: He's not very smart, so he's going to blindly move forward, trying to find it. Right. Um, he's not—he's going to use his rapier almost like a walking stick as he uh, moves forward in whatever direction he thinks it went. Okay. So that'd be, maybe that'd be like
0: a perception check. Room, yeah, roll me a perception check to see if you can follow the sound away from you.
3: Okay. Good thing I am horrible at that.
0: Ah. just kidding i'm fine all right yeah you so you uh kind of waving your rapier back and forth to make sure you don't fall over you're able to move after it and you are pretty sure that you it it's you could stab at it in this area so you're gonna roll with disadvantage to try and stab it
3: okay so i'm sure i won't hit somebody else like uh kim i hope not. i, I really want to make sure i don't attack somebody i won't don't want to
0: Kimmy, do you I warn know. him? Do you warn him where you're standing?
3: Yeah, I just sort of.
0: Ah, ah.
3: Okay. Pew. Um, Ten.
0: All right, so you stab into the air, and Kimmy watches as this thing just sort of hovers <laughs> above where he stabs, and it seems fine.
2: Good shot, wrestler.
0: Kimmy, what do you want to do?
2: Uh, I would like to lean down and pick up three pebbles off the ground as my bonus action and cast magic stone on them. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to uh, I'm just going to toss it at this at this guy. Ooh. So I'm just going to as it's floating in front of me oh, six, 16.
0: It just f- drops in height just a little bit as the rapier moves away and the stone goes over its head. <laughs>
2: Screw this thing, honestly So I'm um, gonna, I'm also gonna run around the back of it Okay Just so it can't like, shoot that way And get away from us or something
0: Sounds good, alright So, uh, Rustler, you notice uh, it, you're, You kind of rub at your eyes a little like, And it's starting to clear a little bit And then it's Dustin's turn
2: I guess Dustin is out of fear going to rage uh, because this is a scary thing.
0: Yeah, this thing just kind of flew around into view too.
2: Yeah, so I'll mark off one rage. It's up for two for today and then uh, he's going to use reckless attack to get advantage on attack and try to hit it with his great axe. So at 18.
0: An 18 would hit except you see this arcane energy flutter around it as it seems to put up some kind of magical shield.
2: Okay. To protect itself. Okay. You know when an enemy uses shield, it's not nice.
0: <laughs> That's what they think too. <laughs> All right. So, so you hit the magic sigils, and your blade bounces back off of it, and it chitters at you. Alright, so after you swing at it, it is going to be Bree's turn. So Bree, your eyes are still just colors, like you can't see.
4: You stink. (laughs) Um, Got a ten.
0: Alright, so you can hear the, the commotion kind of straight ahead of you. If you want to Kind of fumble forward and try to swing at it with your blade.
4: Can I judge distance?
0: Yeah, you would know like how close you could get, like without kind of running into it.
4: Okay. So now I'm disadvantage. Correct. Yes, you are. Damn, that was 11 We'll miss. Yes. But I can take a second swing. Twelve will miss.
0: Yep. So you swing That's through six. the air twice, and this thing flies up and down over the blade and around it
4: cause those 22 and 23 man
0: alright anything else for Bree? no alright your vision also starts to clear and you're starting to be able to see again cause it seems whatever it did to you wasn't a long lasting effect alright so now, now you guys have surrounded him let's see
3: we know it's gender. We have the advantage.
0: So it is going to cast another spell. Oh. Oh yeah. Alright, so it um chitters again. And you see its form start to shimmer Blurring in and out
2: As if it needs more protection (laughs) Yeah.
0: So uh, uh, Mechanically speaking if you attack It you have disadvantage on attack Rolls against it
4: So what happens If you get advantage for Flanking but disadvantage Because it's shimmering
0: You get a straight one shot hit yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, just
4: yeah. making sure.
0: Yep, so yeah, so this thing starts to uh, blur in and out, like... Just out of focus a little bit.
4: So on my next turn, I'm gonna move here, so we're all flanking.
0: <laughs> Alright, so after it does that, we're Rustler, dusting. you can see again, your vision has cleared. The, the sparkles go away.
3: Okay, um... He's about had enough of this, and um, he, I guess, as a free action, drops the rapier, pulls out short sword and his other dagger, and he dual wield, dual and goes slash and slash. Um, oh, dang! The rapier is more powerful, but more strikes means more chances of hitting. So, short sword. Nice.
0: Wow.
3: Um, dagger. That will miss. Okay. Um, well, that works out, so we don't have to worry about the dagger being strict D4. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, short sword damage. Oh, click on the... Um, the
4: word. Right. The oh, word short right, sword. Right,
3: right. Yeah, right. Okay, my bad, there you go. Sneak attack doesn't count. No sneaks here. All
1: right. <laughs> let's see.
0: Alright, so you slash at it with your short sword and it Dodges a dagger, but kind of comes right up against the blade of the sword, and you cut into it. And then it is Kimmy's turn.
2: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another magic stone and try and hit this thing. Well, that's my disadvantage, I guess. So, I, yeah. Crap.
0: All right. Yep. So <laughs> another stone kind of flies past Rustler's shoulder and lands in the gra- like on the grass behind him.
2: Oh, sorry, wrestler. Dustin. Uh, Dustin's going to attack again using reckless attacks. So I get advantage, but so it's neither now.
0: Right.
4: If you move five feet down, you'll get your advantage still. Because you'll be
0: flanking with me.
2: I don't Is that, Is that how that works?
0: Yeah, if you're directly across from someone, you get advantage.
4: Cause you'll have two advantages and one disadvantage, so you'll still have advantage.
0: Well, no, it, d- it doesn't stack. He'll, yeah, he'll, that's he'll, my it, but he won't have to use. You won't have to use reckless attack, okay. so it won't. Get so in I'll
2: reckless. move there, and then I'll just take a regular. So then I won't reckless attack. See? Like, oh my god! An eight,
0: an eight, eight <laughs> hate this. This this it sort of does like a loop de loop around your swing.
2: yeah screw you buddy (laughs) yeah that's how I feel
0: (laughs) teasing you okay so Justin after you go Bree your vision has now cleared too you can see again and you're like oh shit that thing's why is it shimmering
4: oh whoops that's still the same 22
0: 22 does hit so seven seven. points of damage all right
4: and again 10 misses yes
0: So you slash it with one, but it manages to dodge out of the way of the other. That's fine. Let's see. What does he want to do? Alright, so it's going to fly, like it sort of goes up vertical and kind of lashes out at Dustin's face. Almost like it tries to it's going to try to bite face.
2: you. Face. Okay. It's a face sucker.
0: Mhm. For a twenty-four to hit with you its know, face. You know,
2: surprisingly, that hits.
0: Yes, and and then uh, it also tries to uh, claw at your neck with one of its little mandible claws as it's up there. So we will see if that hits as well. I duck. <laughs> So, as you try to move aside, as it bites your face, it claws your neck, and it's kind of latched on for a second. So, Dustin, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please.
2: 23.
0: Alright, so, you are going to take... right. so this is uh, the... Piercing damage from the bite and the claws
2: Oh boy okay. So I take half that
0: And then it's going to uh, You will take half of this Because this is going to be poison damage From the bite Hell yeah So So you'll take 14 5 total. 14 total Okay.
2: Across everything So that brings me down to
0: 12 Ooh. All right, so after it bites and then it kind of lets go and flutters back up and is flying around all of you again, it is going to be Rustler's turn.
3: Um, so I'm assuming it casts the blur spell, right? Yes. After you, after you get hit, after it gets hit, does it still keep the blur?
0: I am double checking.
3: Because I know Displacer Beast's spell, but the spell could be different. Yep,
0: let me double check my blur.
3: Sorry to pull out the powder wig for the rule lawyer. No worries. Alright.
0: So, no, but it needs to make a concentration check on it. So. Alright. So, Dustin, you... No, Bree hit it. So it needs to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. And it's (laughs) gonna be plus that. Oh, nope, that's not right. D20 plus d Alright, so it does maintain concentration on the blur. Okay. Cool. But good Good to check, because I forgot to check it before his turn started. Alright, um, so, Rustler.
3: Same plan as before, because we got Flanking going, so it, it negates the disadvantage, at least. Um, Pokey Poke. <whistles> nope. Yep.
0: Yeah. Dagger will hit.
3: Um... Okay, so we'll minus four on this damage then, because it's offhand. Okay. So three years. All
0: right, and then I will roll another Constitution saving throw. It loses oh. the blur spell on that attack, because it does not maintain concentration. Always. All right, so the blur goes away. Excellent so now we get advantage if you're flanking mm-hmm. yes so after Rustler uh, stabs it you see it stop shimmering and Kimmy it's your turn
2: yep I give Rustler a thumbs up and I take my third magic stone and I'm gonna try and freaking just brain this thing oh 21 to hit
0: Yeah, it bounces right off the center of its what you believe is its Hold face. On. Advantage! 20! Oh, 20! Oh, <laughs> yeah, you pin it bow, right bow. in the center of its head. <laughs> <laughs> With your magic stone.
2: Okay, well, I will roll damage for that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What is my
3: bonus? Plus 5. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I do that all the time. There's a
2: 12 bludgeoning damage All right, it, is, it is magical
0: yes it, that hits it and you see it like rrr, 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 shaking in the air like <laughs> it really hurt
2: good <laughs> it's what you deserve for killing Antrelis
0: you stay where you are Kimmy uh yeah Okay. Stay so after Kimmy Dustin it's your turn
2: I'm going to take a big swing at it again, I guess.
0: That's Dustin winding up. Got <laughs> 16.
2: <laughs> yeah, 16.
0: You swing and miss. Oh, <gasps> gosh. Okay. All right, after That's Dustin. That's got. So he swings and his axe buries in the ground as it dodges, and then it's Breeze' turn on the other side.
4: So
1: you
0: have, you have advantage.
4: I know. 22. 22, oh. 22 will hit. Seven points of damage. All right. And let's <sighs> do it again. Roll no. again. Ooh. Go for that natural 20. Oh, 25.
0: Roll just in case. You could crit with advantage.
4: Yeah, I know. I'm just...
0: So it would be seven damage. So let's see.
4: No, uh, I didn't. All right. So,
0: that's so the seven.
4: 25 hits of so seven points of damage.
0: Yep. All right. So... It's uh, Sorry. it, it's kind of spinning now in the air, and kind of angry that you guys did this. So it disengages and it flies oh, really? thirty feet up into the air over your heads.
2: No, I don't think it does.
0: Why, Dustin? I,
2: I don't know. I just think oh, it comes back down. It's like, wait, wait, that was a bad move. Hold on.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so you, it just. Spins, spins, and then it hovers upward 30 feet.
3: Would we get opportunity attacks?
0: Well, because it disengaged.
3: disengaged. Oh, it
2: disengaged. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: It's a smart, horrible creature.
0: It is. (laughs) Well, it
4: is mostly a brain.
0: Actually, it's a creature now with two brains, technically. All right. So, yeah. So, it's 30 feet up above, like, sort of pivoting around, kind of eyeballing all of you. And then it is Rustler's turn.
3: Oh, I see how it is. Alright, so... Russler makes the woodpecker noise at it angrily. Uh, and he throws the grapple hook up, back up to the top of the building, if he can.
0: Alright, yeah, make me just, uh, like, dexterity roll. Or acrobatics, if you want to, to toss it up on the roof.
3: Oh, acrobatics would help, so yeah. we'll go with that one. I, Hell yeah!
0: She's so swinging it around and toss it up on the roof, and you feel it catch...
3: Okay, would that be my action, or yes. is that full um... round?
0: That's your action. Okay, yeah, so can... I, I,
3: I climb up there, and that's, that's what I get to do.
0: Make me an athletics check.
3: Okay. <laughs> athletics. I am really good at that.
0: That's good enough. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Th- th- climbs up, and you get up to the lip of the roof, which the top of the tree fort is thirty feet. So you're basically now kind of looking at it next to it. So you'd be. Just up on top of it here. We'll say right there as you climb up. And as, it, as a reaction,
3: I obviously signal everybody like to get up here.
0: It pivots around and just kind of like fully looks at Rustler on the roof. All right, Kimmy, what do you want to do?
2: Well, she sees Rustler motion for everybody to get up there. And then she looks at her wimpy arms and is like, ah. So instead, she's going to reach down, get some more pebbles... Cast magic stone again And just keep flinging stuff With her uh, her sling Okay Oh my goodness <laughs> 13 uh,
0: It cl- clatters off the side of the tree fort Crap Alright after Kimmy Do you want to stay where you are Now that it's not um, next to you
1: I um,
2: No I'll stay there
0: Okay so, after Kimmy goes, Dustin, it has flown up and is hovering at eye level with Rustler.
2: What can I throw you? a javelin at it?
0: You can.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna do that.
3: Um, I wish I could catch it.
2: Maybe you could. Uh, oh, I got an eight.
0: Yep, so you throw the so. javelin and Rustler, right below your feet at the edge of the roof, it... And kind of sticks into the side of the tree fort. Okay. Dustin, do you stay where you are?
2: Um. Can I? So, wait. Is it if I climb up? Can I? Is it swingable from there or not really?
0: Not currently, but you'd be closer to it if it got next to anybody else. Um. I
2: think for now I'm gonna stay where I am.
0: Okay. All right, so after Dustin is Bree.
4: I'm going to take a shot at it with my longbow. Mm. And I'm going to miss. All right. We need it back on the ground.
0: It's- it wasn't helping
4: even on the ground. We were doing a little better because <laughs> I'd get two shots if I could use my All
0: right, so it uh, has pivoted and it's sort of looking at Rustler. And this uh, blast of icy blue energy shoots toward Rustler from it. Oh boy. So I need to make a ranged spell attack. Gets a 20 as Rustler is hit with this icy energy. And will take... Seven points of cold damage.
3: How? Okay.
0: And your speed is reduced by ten feet until the start of your next turn, or the okay. start of my next turn. Let's see. I can look yeah. with that. So the we'll start of my next turn. All right. So yeah. So you guys see this icy and Rustler's like kind of gets a chilly. Really? <laughs> kind of flies over your heads over this way a little bit, kind of eyeing the lay of the land. And then it is going to be Rustler's turn.
3: Okay, so um, my memory's a little hazy here because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But didn't the Crazy Bob have a crossbow that he was shooting us with in his hut? Uh... Yes, he did. Yeah. Would Rustler remember, was it in that room where he was hiding or was it, is it down where it, we were at?
0: It's a, it's in the room. He didn't take it up with him. He pulled
3: okay. it. Okay, um... I will attack by throwing my dagger at it. okay. Um, I'll do that first. You can just pull up the dagger again. Um, since there is no one be within five feet of me, um, does it have to be sneak attack, you have to be a melee attack or within the first increment of the ranged attack, right? Um,
0: I think you have to uh, have like an ally threatening it for sneak attack.
3: Um, well, I, I got Swashbuckler. So for Swashbuckler, it says uh, you can also, on top of the normal way, sneak attack, mm-hmm. you don't need advantage on the attack roll if you, if there's no creature within five feet of you that's an ally. Okay. And if you don't have disadvantage.
0: Okay. So you would get sneak attack on this attack.
3: Okay. I, I wasn't sure if you do for ranged attacks or not, but it's just so. Uh, throwing my last dagger. 16 probably misses. He
0: just, yeah, just barely skates underneath it as it th- flies up a little higher real quick.
3: Okay, th- that's, that's fine. It was a, just hoping maybe it would hit. Um, he, as a cunning action, uses a, n- a dash. So he moves downstairs, and then he uses the, the rest of that dash to find that crossbow and whatever bolts he can in, in that move. Okay. So that'd be like 40 feet movement. Yep.
0: Yeah, so you, you would find it pretty quickly. It was kind of dropped at the bottom of the ladder when he climbed up to get away. And his little uh, case of bolts, there's like ten bolts left.
2: Okay. I will write that down.
0: Okay. So, Kimmy, what do you want to do?
2: I take a big breath and exhale focusing on this thing and I'm gonna start swinging my, my, my sling and I'm gonna sling another magic stone at it. <laughs> 23 to it.
0: This, uh, that will hit.
2: Nice. nice.
0: You hit it right in the underbelly after it dodged the dagger. It didn't see it coming.
2: It's gonna be oh, max damage, 11 bludgeoning damage. Wow.
3: Wow.
0: Nice. Magic set. stone. Uh, It's not dead, but those of you on the ground, you see it kind of spin and uh almost lose control and come down, but it kind of Writes itself about after a five foot kind of plummet, but it definitely looks seriously injured.
2: I'm gonna run uh, like ahead of it a little bit.
0: Okay. So after Kimmy is Dustin.
2: So it's still like up in the air, right? Yeah,
0: it's it's like twenty five feet up now because it kind of dropped a little bit from that hit.
2: Okay, I'm gonna take my last javelin. And hurl it at it. That's the last, so hopefully, good throw. Oh no, a fifteen.
0: So you throw it, Kimmy. You kind of do that whole like stand still and watch where it's gonna <laughs> land as it goes up and arcs back down, and kind of thuds about fifteen feet behind you.
2: Oh thank God. Uh, can I run to where the javelin landed?
0: <laughs> sure.
2: So okay, so you said it's like fifteen feet behind Kimmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I can only get to like there, so maybe not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run over here though. Uh, okay. And I, on my next turn, maybe I'll go pick it up.
0: All right, Bree, what would you like to do?
4: I'm gonna take a shot with my longbow again. Twenty-four. <laughs> that oh, will hit. Man. Ten points of damage.
0: All right. So this thing, uh, it, it dropped five feet when Kimmy hit it with the stone, and it looked like uh, it was kind of starting to pivot and look kind of out into the distant wood and just as it kind of starts to move away your arrow goes through it and it and lands in the tree and then falls to the ground like here as it looked like it was going to dart away because it was really hurt and injured by Kimmy's attack and it just sort of plops to the ground and the little sack at the back is like it's uh, it's gross, gross.
2: I don't know if you want that arrow back, Bree. I'm good. No (laughs) thanks. So is it just like dead, dead?
0: It's just lying there, like twitching and like...
2: Hmm. Oh, Dustin will take his axe and finish that off. (laughs) (laughs) Crunch.
0: It it makes this little like sound and (laughs) Dustin just chops it in half.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I am gonna I'm gonna like put on some gloves out of the pockets of my my pajamas, and I, I reach down. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the remains. And I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna I'm gonna yell up to Rustler. Is there a bag in the in the treehouse or something? I it.
3: I'm currently in the treehouse, so I assume I can still hear you because you yell it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: um, after quickly grabbing this and. Hearing you just say that calmly, I assume the threat has been handled. And, um... Uh, I believe there were just papers and books there, and I took most of that stuff, and they were...
0: There was, like, this collection on the wall that was, like, all pinned with, like, string running between things. And yeah. He was trying to figure out a puzzle.
3: Um... There's no... If if there's no containers from a quick glance, uh... I, I got a container. So... Rustler <laughs> will go up, go back down, Is um... His grapple, and he'll hand Kim um, his basket. Oh, thank you. I just flopped the remains right inside. Like,
2: why yeah. are we taking that with us? My dad can check up on it. He knows, he knows all sorts of creatures. Maybe he knows what this thing is.
4: Maybe. When it starts smelling.
3: Oh. Actually, I have a sack. Do we want to put it in the sack instead? <laughs> Just move it from the basket to the sack.
0: Okay. The basket's kind of dripping.
3: Uh. Russell does, for the rest of his travel, if we're heading back, he spends the rest of the time cleaning out his basket. <laughs> he has soap and everything, so he's. Nice. Uh,
2: Jeanette. Yes. Can I recover my javelins that I have thrown?
0: Um, so it's pretty easy to recover the one that you threw over Kimmy's head.
2: Okay. So that's and one.
0: Uh, just uh, make me an athletics check to to climb up wrestler's rope and extract the javelin that's embedded in the tree fort.
2: Uh, do not do that.
0: <laughs> oh no!
2: I like I like to imagine Dustin climbed up there and he started grabbing at it and he just like lost footing and now he's like hanging from the javelin. <laughs> See, I also think there were two more from last session that I threw across the canyon. One of them might have fallen into the canyon, but I did hit him with the other one, so I'm wondering if that one's in the tree fort. Do
0: you want to go back in and look for it? Or is it yeah. still in Entrellis? <laughs> oh, no. No,
2: I mean, if it's in Entrellis, I'll just grab it. <clears throat> I don't see it. I will try no, to get to the
0: And Entrellis door. was not running around with a large javelin sticking out <laughs> okay. of it. Maybe a couple of arrows, but no. say my no arrows javelins.
4: for sure. Yeah.
2: Um. yeah, I would try to go back in the treehouse and find
3: it. If, if any of the projectiles are recoverable from the corpse, um, Rustler does have a handkerchief that he uses to clean them off before yeah. he gives them back to everybody.
0: So, um, oh, I,
2: I don't need the pebbles, Rustler. It's fine. I can <laughs> <have any pebbles.
3: laughs> Yeah, he cleans the pebbles, too.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> he You're he such a gentleman. Now.
3: Are they shiny? Probably. You can keep uh, those. If you I, I'll keep them if they're shiny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're shiny with the goo, and oh.
0: So, Dustin, when you climb inside the Ooh. fort, just make me a perception to see if you can find where, uh... Entrellis might have dropped your javelin in this mess.
2: Okay. Perception. 19.
0: Okay. Hey. So, it's actually, like, uh, stuck behind this sort of bin. It looks like he had probably pulled it loose and just dropped it. Um... <laughs> And as you move the bin, you kind of see inside of it. And it's, like, all these, like, random items. There's, a couple of necklaces, a couple of rings. There's, like, a flower pot. It looks like there's still dirt residue inside, but somebody pulled out the plant. There's, um, like, somebody's cooking apron. There's a collection of, like, nice, uh, like, sewing tools and, like, a little sewing kit. There's, like, a half collected tinkerers kit it's like all these just odds and ends and rare items like just random items in this bucket sitting next to your javelin
2: i uh does anything look valuable
0: um taking a quick look they everything looks like kind of like regular everyday like you know nothing like expensive but you're kind of like Flip over the tinkerers kit and it, you notice it's like got markings of Kimmy's dad.
4: I was gonna say I think the stuff belongs to people in town and he's been uh, stealing it free. Yeah, you well I'll say we take it.
2: Okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean I'll tell the rest of the group I'm like, here's some stuff, let's bring it back.
4: We might get rewards for returning some of it. Maybe.
2: Oh, it's a good idea. We could if if it's if it's not too late. Or early in the morning, I guess mm. we could we could like go around like Santa Claus and drop it off at their houses <laughs> where well, everybody wakes know. up. Who,
4: uh,
2: no, I think they should know we brought it back. Okay. Money.
4: <laughs> yeah, we do need money to adventure.
0: So, um, who whoever has the best investigation in the party, um, can roll with advantage for me.
2: Are we looking at the puzzle? Because I was going to ask about no. the like.
0: It's Not the puzzle yet. Okay. I only
4: have a one.
2: I actually have a two for
3: insight, which I find weird. No, inve- but...
0: investigation.
4: Per- investigation. Oh. Oh, I have a
3: minus one, so no. <laughs> I'm proficient, but my intelligence is eight, so it's plus one. I have a one, yeah.
0: So <laughs> anybody who's got a one can roll with advantage. You guys can decide who amongst the one. So it's everybody but Dustin.
4: But we have to decide before we roll.
0: Yes. Uh-oh. One I don't care. One gets to do it.
3: I think Kim... Okay.
4: (laughs) As of all of her crappy roles, you think she's due? Yep. I don't know. We all had some pretty crappy roles. There you go.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: You gonna tell us
0: what she figured out? Nope. Just gonna gonna make a note.
3: They were murdered by the butler in the white room with the candlestick.
2: Kimmy will um, use Mold Earth to create a pit in the ground Um, and she's gonna bury and trellis there crazy bob
1: crazy
0: bob
2: yeah and she'll use mold earth to uh, back over
0: alright so crazy bob's just sort of down into the hole his face upturned toward the sky one eye still looks almost like it's twitching in death
3: poor crazy bob you see i pulled out a spade but i quickly put it away
0: no i got it don't worry
3: does
2: anybody have any words to say about crazy bob
3: He was a pain in my butt
2: Wrestler
3: <laughs> <Seconded>. Russ- <laughs> opens his mouth and you hear crazy bob in the distance say get the hell off my property you're not gonna get me <laughs> or whatever he said that's how he would have wanted to go <laughs>
0: And, uh, all, uh, flies over and lands on Dustin's head and goes Murder! 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 And sort of ghostly, like, nuzzles Dustin on the head. Murder! Murder!
2: We we found your killer. I I pat
0: him. <laughs> and kind of ghost... through him. him. <laughs> it's really creepy. Like, hmm, okay. So, uh, Dustin, you said you wanted to go and look at the...
2: Yeah, I mean, I... I wanna look at it, but I think I would go to the party and be like, what do you guys make of this?
3: It's kinda weird looking.
2: Wrestler um,
3: has his white gloves on and he like like tightens them a little bit and he goes to investigate it. Is this like a medicine check on this thing, or is it like an arcana check?
0: Um, I would say the, this is the the wall of all the strings and like the, the
3: lines yeah. running. Oh, I thought oh, yeah. we're I thought it was the horrible creature in the in the
2: no, no. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the wall with the strings and the yeah, okay. the, like, crime scene-esque. Art oh,
3: th- then I pull out my magnifying glass, and I start looking at it.
2: Okay. That's where it's everything.
3: Yeah, yes. yeah, I, I have a lot of stuff. The um, Is this investigation?
0: Uh, yes.
4: Okay. I guess I'll look at it, too.
3: <laughs> I, I, see, I see red. I see red string. You do see I a guess, lot of red string. I guess I will also look at <laughs> it.
4: Yeah, because we suck.
3: Uh, Yay! <laughs> can, can Detective Kimmy.
4: <laughs> so, uh, well, it's better than all of our scores. Of mm-hmm.
0: So, Kimmy, you see, like, all these notes, and you see some, like, um, names of people in town. Uh, you see, like, strings. Some of them dead end and have, like, question marks written on parchment where they dead end. Um, you see, like, uh, in quotations, possible cultist. Um... <laughs> and then there's at the other end so there's like all these names and all these strings that kind of run to the middle like and there's a piece of like yellow fabric kind of attached in one spot too and it's like you know proof we're here and there's a raven's feather tacked up and it's sort of tied by string to that and there's a note in parchment it's like being followed can't let them find me and um on the other side there's a note about uh haven't had the guts to check the castle yet is the only place in the valley I haven't been I don't want them to get too close and sitting on the floor looking up below you there is like his little poppet remember he had his little stuffed like doll thing it looks like mm-hmm. he dropped it and it kind of rolled across the floor and landed and it's just lying there like looking up at the ceiling
2: I'm oh, just like him. what is the uh, what does the doll look like
0: It's, like, this little ratty doll made of, like, cloth and, like, stuffing material, and it's got, it's just kind of strange looking. Okay. Do you want to make, uh, would you like to make me, like, an arcana check on it now that you see it?
2: Sure. That's, uh, 16. Okay. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Um, I have a gnome ability... Uh, when I make a check related to magic items, alchemical objects, or technological devices, I can add twice my proficiency bonus to it. Do it. So my proficiency bonus is a uh, plus three. So like a plus three to what that is,
4: I guess.
0: So 19. All right. Yep. So um, you kind of pick up and sort of take a quick look at this little poppet and... <laughs> you realize that um, underneath, like, the little cloth outfit it has on it, it's kind of inscribed with little markings. And they're an arcanic in nature. Uh, you think that this little thing um, could be used to, like, sort of see through it. Like, it could be almost like an alarm. It can warn you if something's coming. And you can also use it to kind of protect yourself. Kind of like as a ward against things hurting you. Okay. And uh, attached to it is a, is a ring. Oh. That you look at it and it also has magic sigils. You're not exactly sure what the ring does. But it's definitely okay. a magic ring.
2: I guess I will slip the ring off the doll. Okay. If I can. I'll, okay. I'll just sort of um, show everybody the ring.
4: Just don't
2: put no. on the. Ring. Oh, no, I'm not gonna put on the ring. Screw okay, that.
4: We know
3: what it does. You can see Rustler's interested, but he's being very polite and not just nabbing it from you. He's he's resisting his instinct.
2: And I'll take the doll, and I guess I will like put it in my pajama pocket, just so like its arms and its head are sticking out of my pocket.
4: Okay.
2: Like it's a little rider.
4: <laughs> Kangaroo in
0: a <the> pouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You also notice... Kimmy when, Kangaroo. <laughs> you also notice when you pick up the doll, there's a cluster of other items kind of piled up. Um, mm-hmm. There's a small magnifying glass, a little steel mirror. Uh, there's an hourglass that's kind of tipped on its sides, kind of stuck in the corner between a floorboard and the wall. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like a merchant scale kind of underneath a piece of cloth. And uh, it looks like... It's you know like it's got like weights at one end that he's been using to to weigh something, mm-hmm. and there's also a small box and it's got about fifteen sheets of parchment left and he's got like seven bottles of ink kind of next to it, that it looks like the parchment he's used to scrawl his notes and everything like that.
2: Okay, Jeanette, is there any information about his wife here? Hmm.
0: Give me uh, an investigation check. For us.
2: Okay. Inviscation.
0: So, uh, looking around, because you're not exactly sure, like, you guys weren't sure, like, the wife's name and stuff like that, but you kind of take a closer look again at this stuff, more specifically looking, and um, you do find, like, uh, some notes kind of toward the bottom of the wall, and they're a little Uh bit older, and one of them scribbled on it, and it says, um, Took sick very soon after um the yellow robed visitors came passed away within the week and then there's like a string to something else in it and it says uh did she really die or was it a ruse is she gone i'm still looking her body wasn't in the grave when i went again to find her and um it just kind of goes to one of those blank parchments that's, like, got a mm-hmm. question mark on it. Like, he, he never resolved what happened.
3: Wow. He's pretty do, wild. Do you show this to the rest of the party? Yeah, I mean, I'd be like,
2: hey, guys, look at this note about his wife. And then after we look at it, I'd be like, oh, no, where's Krona?
3: Oh. <laughs> um, Russell looks really concerned, and he goes back outside to the um, mound of dirt that he was in, and he pulls out his shovel, and he starts... Uh, trying to dig him out
0: Okay So wrestler is going to spend a little time Digging and body back up mm-hmm.
2: oh. While well, he's doing that Dustin I would be like
0: "Krona, it's safe We killed the thing You don't get a response From the woods
2: Oh no Murder Well he's, he's gone <laughs> Can't save him
0: Make a perception check while you're out there, though.
2: Oh my god, are we gonna get attacked again? Thirteen.
0: You see, um, you think, just a second, like, movement on the other side of the ravine.
2: It's a yellow robe.
0: You didn't catch sight of, like, any person moving? Like, you just see, like, the trees kind of moving on the other side?
2: I will point this out to maybe... Someone like maybe Bree. She's a woodsy person. Yeah. You're like, hey, did you did you see that movement over there?
4: Yeah. Um let me just check something. Real
2: Also cool. the, I'll say they can't get us. The bridge is broken. <laughs> Good thinking. Oh. It <laughs> was oh an God. accident. So,
4: oh. can I go out there and look myself?
0: You want to go out to the edge and see if you can see anything over there?
4: Yes, and because it's in the woods, I have advantage. Okay. On my perception check.
0: Cool. 22! All right. So you um, go out to the edge and you kind of look back over at the other side. So you kind of go over here and look. And at first you're like, I don't see... And you can just barely make out Like at the edge of your vision You see this uh, fluttering yellow Cloth <laughs> Disappearing into the trees Heading away from you,
4: you really don't like those yellow robes
2: mm. It's not a good robe for sneaking around
4: It's not It's true All I can picture right now is the village And the yellow being the safe color <laughs>
0: See it's safe
2: Mm. Yeah, if you want worms in you.
0: So. Well. Rustler uh, takes a little time, which uh, the rest of you, while Rustler's digging, could uh, take the effects of a short rest, unless someone wants to help him.
2: Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll go down and just freaking mold earth for Rustler. Okay. It's like, I, I got it. You don't gotta worry. Thank you, though.
0: So all the earth just molds away, and there is Entrellis' dirty corpse lying in the ground. You see, one eye is covered in dirt now, but the other is still open looking at you, like those big bobbly eyes you guys have.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Rustler Rustler nods to Kim, and um, he pulls out one of his flasks of oil that he normally uses for a lantern. Mm. He throws it in there and lights it.
0: And Trellis's body begins to burn in the hole.
3: Okay, so in case it wasn't obvious, Rustler's thinking maybe... Wife is a zombie, or something, he doesn't want him turning into a zombie, too.
2: We did fight zombies earlier, so it's not a bad call. That's a good precaution. Mm -hmm. Um, Kim will go down and say a prayer to Salune as the body burns. A little simple thing. I, I was gonna ask, is there any way, and I don't even know what it is, to make some symbol of Sulune to like put mm-hmm. as like a grave marker. I'm thinking like a cross, but I don't know if that's uh, appropriate or accurate for-
0: Um, You think maybe um, you could try to carve like, it's it's like a the moon, it's sort mm-hmm. of like a, a, the full moon.
2: Or maybe gather some rocks mm-hmm. if it's oh. a full moon and put that in the dirt.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, the moon and the stars would be appropriate for Salune.
2: So maybe gather some nice rocks and leave like a imagery of Salune. Yeah, actually
0: um, you uh, you take a couple of the rocks and you kind of scuff like two of them to look like eyes and you lay them Mm -hmm. kind of side by side like two eyes and then you find uh, seven other like as white as you can find rocks Mm -hmm. and you place them around it kind of all around so it's like seven stars surrounded by the the two eyes
3: Okay and you I kind of into leave it.
0: that and that okay. is as from what you've learned you know with your time like in some study of the religion that you know that that is kind of her going symbol. to church
2: on major holidays
0: Yeah that's that's kind of her symbol that people would right. recognize
2: I'm into okay. it Do we know Angela's last name?
0: Um Bob first name crazy <laughs> Last, last name Bob <laughs> I
2: was going to say the only other thing I would do is take like maybe a bigger rock and like try to chisel the initials mm. um, and trellis just I don't know it's like marking a grave I guess I don't know how important that actually is to these people but or maybe he wouldn't want anyone to know it was him I don't know, mm,
1: I don't
0: know. Um, just roll me a um, just a straight intelligence check to see if, uh, you remember
2: it. Fourteen.
0: Um, so you, uh, do remember that at some point when he was a simple traveling, uh, salesperson, um, he was known as Entrellis Veragus.
2: Okay, it's just a, is it a, Entrellis is with a e?
0: An A, so A-V. A- e. a-
2: A-V, I'll, I'll do that. He's the founder of the AV club. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll just leave that
0: So you guys, uh, while you do this stuff, you can take a short rest. Yep. So you could spend Always. hit dice and stuff like that if you wanted to. And we
2: can spend as many hit dice as we as we want. <laughs> or well, like because up to three, right?
0: Uh, you can spend how? Yeah, your third. Or uh, third level. So your, are you
2: still third level?
3: Uh, yeah, I am.
0: Okay, I am. <laughs> okay. Just checking.
3: No, we're 6th level. Yeah, oh, 20! Oh. Cool! <laughs> I am.
0: And, uh, uh all right. so, Rustler, while you guys are waiting, um, why don't you give me a religion check on the notes that you collected?
3: Oh, okay.
0: Hmm, <laughs> yeah, you're not making higher ta- high heads or tails of this.
3: Rustler's kind of an atheist, so... <laughs> Kimmy, great wastes. Kimmy is back up to max. There
2: you go. And you add your con modifier to it, right? Yes. Yes. I didn't need to. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so Rustler, you can tell that these um these notes have some kind of like religious in, in you know incantation or in you know importance, but you're like, mm, I don't know.
3: Mm. Okay. Um, I hand them to Kimmy. She seems to be, she's a magic user, so I assume she would have something about religion. I'll try my best. Yeah.
2: I, I haven't really read up on religion. Mostly fruits and berries. <laughs> other stuff.
0: So, uh, the most you kind of get out of this, Kimmy, is you think that, uh, it's, it's something to do with putting, a uh, spirit to rest. But the steps are kind of like muddled Like it's all kind of confusing
2: Okay Interesting Um, I will I will take the the yellow Cloak fragment from the The board Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna tuck that In my pajamas as well Just like right next to the old doll
0: It's a good thing that Kimmy keeps a lot of things in her pajama pockets That's for sure
2: It's true Mm -hmm. There's cookies in there, rocks. Well it's the Girl Scout preparedness, right? Like mm. Exactly. I wouldn't have all these badges if I didn't. You right. know? It's true. She actually uh, has everything in duplicate, cool. one in her <laughs> clothes and one in her pajamas. Hey, I, I
3: like I like to think when we were using our short rest to heal, um Rustler uses what's left of his medicine kit to uh, bandage everybody and try to make our look as tight as he can.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, Kimmy also points out to everybody the uh, the note that says something about the castle. I don't yeah. know, guys. What do you what do you think about that? Dustin says, "Well, if we're adventurers now, I think it's time we visit a castle."
4: Can That's true. I'd yeah. rather not. <laughs> well, <laughs> me too.
2: <laughs> I think I do think we should. Locate our friend Krona hmm. he seems good at the supernatural and killing them. It's you cruel. see the way his sword lights up on fire? That's pretty cool but is- that when he saw that thing i I saw him just sort of all the fire inside him went out hmm. that little that little shadow thing disappeared, which isn't a bad thing, but say he's fearful. Well, maybe we found what that thing is afraid of and, and, well, mm-hmm. we had Corona 2. We should keep it, and if it ever gets out of hand, we'll be like, look at this! <laughs> <laughs> I would never condone that, but Dylan might. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So, you guys rest. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy, after you uh, rest for the hour, you actually uh, notice that you recognize more of the doll's properties since you kind of rested and it sat with you.
2: Oh, attunement. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: you have attuned this little doll. So what you know about it is... Back to my notes. Alright, so now that you've spent a little time with it, you Mm -hmm. realize that while you are attuned to it and either holding or wearing the little moppet, you have advantage on saving throws against being charmed or frightened by the type of creature it protects against. So, this, cre- this text uh, protects against aberrations. Okay.
1: Um,
0: in addition to that, let's see, if a creature of that type is seen by the Moppet, and the Moppet has dark vision and a perception of 12, yeah. <laughs> it alerts you with a silent mental alarm, which wakes you up if you are asleep. <clears throat> Hmm. And once per day, you can use a bonus action to present the moppet to a creature of the type, and it protects you against it. You gain the benefits of sanctuary, a will DC eleven, for one minute against creatures of that type.
2: Wow. Okay. Didn't do Entrelus much good, though.
0: Yeah, but you guys weren't aberrations, or were you?
2: I meant. How the... did that thing get into them, though? Yeah, so... I'm talking about the creepy. That's
3: the really. Uh, yeah, was, we, we don't We want we to make sure that doesn't happen to us. It was just really sneaky. Guess so. And
2: the Muppet didn't see
3: it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, or he didn't have the Muppet when the thing got inside him.
2: It's true. That's possible.
0: He's been carrying that baby for a long time.
2: Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, that, that people don't need things. Well, if. After we rest, what, what about what time is it now?
0: um So now it's kind of getting like it's sun starting to come up. You guys have spent the whole night out and about and I am. doing this. Does anyone else want to try to decipher the notes that Kimmy and Rustler are having trouble with?
2: I could crack. Give it a shot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a barbarian figures it out, great.
2: It's a religion. Yes. You are the most religious of us. Oh, oh never mind. No.
0: <laughs> This is very confusing. You may have to consult the, mm. the priest to see what exactly is going on here.
2: Krona did run towards the temple. Well, so,
0: Krona ran, that direction. Krona actually ran south. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't run toward town or anything. He ran the other Man, way into the woods. He's running off
2: the map. Oh, I the think map. we should go find him. Yeah, we could. We could look around.
0: Do you guys decide to go hunting for Krona?
2: Yeah. I don't want to leave him out in the woods.
0: Okay. So once you've rested, uh, you collect yourselves. The sun's starting to come up, so it probably would be easier to find him at this point. And Hmm. you guys head uh, into the trees to figure out where he went. So if someone wants to make a uh, survival check to try to track him down.
2: Can I give advantage by helping?
0: You can. You can give. Ooh, look at that.
2: Oh, well. I guess we're good. Yeah,
4: I guess we're good. I already get advantage because it's still in the woods and it's a wisdom-based check.
2: There you go.
0: Alright, so you do pick up Cronus' trail very easily. And you follow it into the trees. And he's got a bit of a lead on you now because he bolted a while ago. So you guys follow his trail for about 45-50 minutes. And it kind of follows this ravine until the ravine kind of comes up and and it meets again, and and then it he goes he kind of went into a grove of like trees, and then his footprints just stop.
2: I look up in the trees,
0: make a perception check
3: mm. Ripping pepperoni corona eleven <laughs>
0: um you see a Scimitar Wedged in the trees above your head
2: Corona You can come down now We killed the brain thing
0: No one I'm, answers you I got a 22 for
4: perception
0: Yep you, 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 He can kind of see it You definitely see like the scimitar is embedded In the trunk of the tree About, That's it. about 15 feet up the tree
4: you I got a net
0: 20 and that's all I
2: get. Mm hmm. Can I try to climb the tree and get it? Mm. Sure. You want, like, athletics? I do. Oh, oh really my God. Way.
0: All right. So you climb up to it. Now, do you want to give me an athletics to pull it out or, like, your javelin from before?
2: Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> i fall on my ass.
0: No, uh, that's, that's good enough. You, you pull it loose. And uh, when you do, uh, Cloth, piece of cloth, shredded yellow cloth, like kitchen you in the face. That it was impaled on.
2: Oh no! Damn it! They're in, in the, the trees. trees. They took him. Now we really have to go to the. castle. Well, now we got to go to the castle. Oh, my God, Krona is not. This whole this whole thing has been really bad for Crona. Worry about. It. And not just because he was kidnapped by cultists.
4: He did die. He did die. Exactly.
2: That. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to suggest we go back to town and like actually sleep, but I was should, th- Yeah. We shouldn't well, leave Krona for another day. What about just 8 places. hours?
0: You also what? notice at this point <laughs> now that the sun's up, you look around and Aranol is nowhere to be seen. Well, well, of course, he's so bird.
2: pale Sunlight would cut right through poor, poor bird True Um How long is it to get back to town? Hmm.
0: It'll probably take you about two hours Now at this point because you guys f- went further south
2: and oh. is the castle In the Is town on the way to the castle?
0: Yeah, town is, mm-hmm. nor- is uh, The castle is a little bit northeast of town
4: So I can change out of my PJs
2: that's a good. That's actually a good point. Yeah, we should change out of our PJs.
4: We should, yeah, at least go back and get supplies and put on normal clothes.
2: Yeah, my wow. dad can check out this creature.
0: So you guys collect your thing yourselves up and take Corona's sword, and you head back toward town.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. so. Um, unless there's I, anything else here. I, I take my rapier back, but I assume my daggers are lost forever. So I just except oh. they're not there. Perfect. I mean one went into the ravine and the other one was when I was on top of the tower. So yeah. who where that was
0: at? You could have gotten at least one of them back. The one that went Heck. into the ravine went bye bye. Okay.
3: Uh
2: yeah. Is there any other like notes? Is there like a ransom note? No, hmm. there's
0: no ransom note. Uh, okay. oh
2: no what if they put one of those brain things in krona i saw your face jeanette (laughs) 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 it's awful oh god
4: that would never intentionally kill a character when that person is not here to play them intentionally kill the
2: character. Yeah, Jeanette wouldn't, but an evil person in a yellow robe might. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be like that that session of Chris Perkins' home game where one of the characters got beheaded when their player wasn't there. Do
4: they Jeanette's have horrible lo- swords? <laughs> so cool. I don't think Krona's dead.
2: Okay, yeah. well... So, yeah. I, I guess we'll go back to town. I... Kimmy suggests everybody stay with her since she has this Moppet thing. Mm. Uh, we'd stop by, like, Dustin's house mm-hmm. if we want beforehand.
0: Now, Grab his stuff. Yeah, I'm staying at Kimmy's, so...
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to Kimmy's.
0: You do yeah. pass close by the temple on your way back. Oh, okay. If you wanted to stop and speak to the priests about the notes and things that you found that you guys aren't sure what they do. Father Grimble. Now, uh,
2: on the the board that Antrellis had, was the priest on there at all?
0: The priest was not. It was, like, there were notes okay. about, like, the shopkeepers, um, he, it, he, it seemed like he was fairly certain the moneylender was involved in something. <laughs> um, there was, uh, notes about the sheriff, but mostly those were that he didn't like him very much because the sheriff always bothered him coming to town and kind of chased him off with his deputies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, it seems like he never really figured out who a cultist was, but hmm. he was suspicious of a lot of people.
2: Okay. But not the priest in
0: particular. Okay. No, you didn't see anything about Father Grimble. Okay. Oh, were any of us up on there? Actually, no, you weren't. There was like a Kimmy's dad was kind of listed, and the, uh, and Councilman Eric was listed, and there was, like, notes about like, the Councilman's father, but then, like, there was a note about him being dead, and his name was crossed out. So.
2: Then, yeah, I I guess we'll talk to the priest and see if he can make heads or tails of this stuff. I think that's a good idea.
0: Alright, so, you guys go to the temple, and they've, uh, as you get there, you remember when you were last here, it was uh, littered with the dead bodies of the undead that had come in and killed the one acolyte as Rufio made his escape. <coughs> and um, But they have cleaned up. It looks like they've uh, been successful at carting most of the dead back toward the cemetery at this point. And uh, he sees you coming and he says, oh, My my friends, you look worn and exhausted. What what are you doing? It's so early in the morning to be so tired. Russell just throws down a sack in front of him. He takes no, a large
3: step bad.
4: back. That makes really gross squishy noises. Yeah.
0: He looks at the sack and he looks at all of you and he says, "Um,
2: adventuring stuff." I see. Dustin <laughs> lies down on a pew and
3: tries to take a nap. <laughs> Wrestler takes his blanket that he has and he puts it on you. Oh, Dustin's like, "Thank you."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Father Grimble uh, moves back toward the bag and he kind of lifts it open and you know how it does like that when it's kind of that icky sticky like parting
3: and he's like "Oh!"
0: and he jumps away and backs away from the bag and he's oh. he go he, he goes and gets like a, a pole like they used to with the end to light candles and he pushes the bag open again at a distance this time and he's like
2: yeah, um. So, you know, Antrellis, the. Mm
1: hmm.
2: Um, so this thing came out of his body.
0: What?
3: I make its noise. I make that skittering oh. noise it made.
0: He swallows, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know it's really early in the morning for this. I apologize.
0: Oh. <laughs> I ate a little while ago. Oh. Oh. I'm fine. Um, so, right.
1: where
0: is where is the poor man? Mm, does he require our services? Oh.
2: Uh, not anymore. Oh. Unfortunately.
3: You hear a fire crackling.
2: Yeah.
0: He he, he eyeballs uh Rustler.
2: We we gave him a burial, um, in the proper salune, salunite fashion.
0: Oh, you no, know? very good. Mm. He kind of looks more closely. He says, "This is, That oh, abhorrent." Oh,
2: it's gross. Yeah,
0: it is. We're, I've never seen anything. Is that a? Is that was? A, is that brain?
2: Uh, don't look at it too closely. It, it's.
0: Is that it's it's brain? Is yeah, it it's it, it, it there's a so? brain. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. Yeah. What is going on in this town? Why the dead? This creature.
2: I plot the notes that Antral has had. I kind of, um, me and my friends couldn't really figure anything out about this, but I was wondering if you might, Father Grimble.
0: He yeah. happily looks away from the creature and takes notes. <laughs> He kind of goes and sits on the bench next to where uh, Dustin is, like at the end of his feet. <laughs> he fixes the blanket a little bit. <laughs> and he starts kind of flipping through the notes and he's like, hmm, interesting, interesting. I'm a little muddled. Um, haunt of, of vengeance? What? Um, hmm. Yes. Yeah, so let's see. Huh. Uh, the site of the murder. Mm-hmm. The mur- who was murdered?
3: Murder!
0: I mean, we think is... The
2: well, there was, a, there was a crow. It's true. Um, and we think it, it might be about Antros' wife, maybe?
0: Okay. Um, it says, um, uh, lay, uh, the, the, this talks about laying, uh, of the victim to rest in, in sanctified soil. Um, taking some of the sanctified soil... And returning it to the, uh, the place where the victim, where their life was snuffed out. Um, and, uh, this, it, it, should, it should undo the dark energies that, uh, a life ending in such a violent way would, uh, would bring about and bring into this world.
1: Okay.
0: Hmm. I see. Hmm.
3: No, no one took that um, flower pot Did they
0: I mean
2: we took the box that had All the stuff in it okay. uh, I don't know if it was in there
0: Yeah the, the, all the knickknacks were kind of in one bin
2: Okay Well a Father and Charles that was very helpful Does it say uh, like spe- Grim- a specific Grimble. location Grimble, Grimble. Oh, oh my god <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm so tired Yeah
0: uh, it's okay Kimmy You should sit <laughs> You should all rest. Um, We do have extra beds um, in the uh, in the lectern if you want to. The rectory if you want to rest.
2: No, we should probably get back to my dad's house. He's probably worried. We kind of left like midnight.
0: (laughs) Um, speaking of worried, um, we seem to have lost track of your dragon friend. Um, he went to bed last night. Uh, he was mostly back to, to full strength after his ordeal and he eyeballs Bree, like, nervously. Uh, but, um, when they brought his breakfast this morning, um, the window was open and he was gone. Um, we haven't seen him. There were a bunch of raven's feathers on the ground, uh, I I don't know if maybe he got hungry overnight. <laughs> I'm not he really a sure. I I mean we didn't find a corpse or anything, but I mean, uh, I don't I don't know. But yeah, that's, that's usually
4: a good sign. Well, <laughs> oh, we've seen him since.
0: Hmm. Oh oh, good. Thank goodness. I'm glad he's fine.
4: Well, yeah. not so much
3: anymore.
0: <laughs> what, what, what? What? Wait,
3: are you talking about an actual dragon, or are you talking about Crona? Okay, okay. That'd be funny if we had a whole dragon in the church. I thought you had like a dragon worm you guys found or something. I That'd like, be cool. Yeah, that's how we roll.
0: <laughs> so, um... Uh, he looks at Bree again. Looks back at the everybody else. And, uh, kind of pats Dustin's foot that's sitting next to him. And he says, uh... I uh, is." Where is he? Don't know. I mean, it was—it was, you know, we did just bring him back.
4: Yeah. I know. We've hmm. seen him. We've talked to him a little bit, and now he's missing again.
3: Wrestler hmm. hmm. makes the sound of the woods.
0: Well, I oh, lost in the in the woods. Oh
3: if anyone wants to elbow him in the ribs, you'll you'll understand. <laughs>
2: Krona's a pretty, um, he's, he's kind of a loner, so this happens sometimes. Okay. But you don't have to worry about it. We'll make sure he's all right.
0: Well, I'll tell the Acolytes when they're about their business to keep an eye out for him if that would help. Okay. Yes. yes. I can do that at least for your friend. I mean, we did just, what?
2: Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing.
0: All right, can I help you with anything else before I go back about my business? And he looks back like side glances at the bag.
2: Can I give him an oh. insight check? Just,
3: you no, know, just, just cuz.
0: Sure, you you just, ca- Kimmy kind of like uh, starting to get a little bit nervous about everybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, he seems... Yeah. Uh, you, you trust, you know, confident that he's, you know, good. At, he seems really kind of grossed out by this thing you brought into the church. And you definitely get the feeling, like, he is concerned that Krona has disappeared. Okay. Considering what recently befell him.
2: I would give you a cookie before we go, but I don't have any left.
4: say you're out. <laughs>
2: yeah. He says,
0: um, my appetite's a little mm.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you probably shouldn't have cookies for breakfast either, right? That... Well, I, yeah.
0: I already ate breakfast, but mm, I'm, yeah. I'm regretting that choice this early now. <laughs>
3: Mm. Well, thank
2: you for your help.
3: Mm. Wrestler grabs the snack. <laughs> thank you, wrestler.
0: It kind of like it's it's been in there a while. It's kind of got that like gross stain at the bottom now.
3: Oh and it left, no! It left
0: a little bit of goo on the floor. <laughs> oh, <no.
3: laughs> Seeing the goo on the floor, um, wrestler just ignores it, everyone else and starts cleaning profusely.
0: Oh, uh, thank you very much, my friend. And uh, he'll come over to Rustler and, and he pats you on the shoulder and he says, My condolences on the councilman. I know that you uh, served in his, to help take care of him and worked in his household. He,
3: he just politely bows in compliance. Like, I, yeah, he understands.
0: All right, then. Well, here are your notes. And he hands you back the notes that you gave him. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, uh, bear, I don't know in, in what terms this goes to, but bury the body. In sanctified ground, take the earth of the burial plot to the site of the death and cast it over the place where they died and put to rest the spirit. Is the gist of what I get from this.
3: Is, is Dustin still sleeping uh, over there?
0: <laughs> you probably hear a... Uh,
3: you do. You do. <laughs> as gently as possible, he goes to take the blanket off. If you can Make a a set of
0: handshake I don't know if you
3: snuggle with it Or I don't know Dustin make perception
0: at disadvantage How warm
2: (laughs) (laughs) Perception (laughs) (laughs) Wrestler
0: Wrestler very gently tablecloths it like a magician And Dustin is lying there with no blanket on
3: in my deck of cards, I leave an Ace of Spades that has a raven on it on the bench, and we go. <laughs> God,
0: Dustin is sleeping on the bench. Rustler walks away.
2: Uh, Father Grimble had a, like a cart, right?
0: They did have a cart, yes.
2: Uh, can I ask him if we can take it just so we can carry Dustin without like waking him up? You uh, guys can wake up Dustin. I uh, Yeah, we'll just wake up Dustin. Never mind. <laughs> oh, well, I grab my card then. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin, like, Groggly gets up. And he's like, is it time to go? Yeah, uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. We, when we get back to my house, we can have milk and cookies and breakfast and we can go to sleep and it'll be nice. Yeah, sleep. Same. Sleep is good.
0: All right. So you guys leave. You head back. The sun is now up. It's a beautiful morning. Uh, the There's a nice little breeze. There's uh, some nice clouds in the sky. And you make your way back. And it takes you about another, you know, 40 minutes or so to get back to town. And, uh, you know, everybody's up and about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The re- regular hustle and bustle. Um, you see some people coming out of the general store having bought some items. You see a couple of the farmers who came to get some things are heading back. Toward the farms and stuff like that and you passed a few on the road. Uh the kids are kinda up and already playing before they have to go off to their lessons. You see Leary who kinda runs up and she's like Hi. She's like oh, I get a lot of sleep last night. How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty
2: good. I'm glad you're 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 alright. Mm-hmm. I am glad you are you are you are alright
0: i did not get caught at all. My dad and mom didn't even know I left the house.
2: mm mm-hmm. nice. nice. I Give Dustin a little pat Good job buddy Thank you
0: They did say something about Bree stopped by to visit In the middle of the night And she waves at Bree
4: and Yeah she, cause I'm the reason Why she didn't get caught It's true
0: She looks at Rustler She's like Hi Rustler And Rustler You've seen this little girl Around town Her name's Leary She's uh Just this cute little Precocious Sweet little girl She's all dressed up In a little jumper And she's like Hi oh.
3: Um, He gets down on one knee And goes to greet her Like he has his hand out so she can like shake his hand
0: She does the whole like you know Little kids that don't know about shaking properly She takes it with the Mm -hmm. same side hand And she kind of swings it back and forth (laughs) Mm -hmm. Aww
3: When when she lets go um, One of the pretty stone Or not the pretty stones those are covered with mucus One of the little shiny things in my trinket stuff Is in her hand
0: (gasps) Oh I got a treasure oh thank you so much And she kind of gives you a hug Mm -hmm. and then she uh says okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go um you guys uh, look really exhausted and um so i'm not gonna keep you but i i want to know everything about you know when you figure out what happened with with erinol and all that okay but just don't tell my mom and dad yeah of course okay all right all right
3: puts puts a finger up to his beak
0: she's like yeah it's a secret okay okay guys bye Dustin no don't fall down Dustin you look <laughs> Oh no. she's like she pats oh, you on like the shin <laughs> and she's yeah. like you really should make get him to bed he looks really tired okay I'm gonna go so now tired. She, she puts a little trinket in her pocket and she bolts off after the other kids who have disappeared up the street playing tag you guys make your I... way to Kimmy's house
2: yeah. Yeah. Along the way, I'll, I'll go wrestle and I'll say, "I think she likes you.
3: She likes ravens a lot." Wrestler's feathers are are like they they shudder a little bit, almost like a blush, and he makes the sound of a kitten meow again. Oh.
0: All right. So you guys get back to Kimmy's house, hmm. and as you come up the street, you see a uh, s- small, older gnome sitting <gasps> on the porch and Girl he's bit. like tapping a stick on the porch and he just makes eye contact with Kimmy as she's walking up the street
4: my hmm. dad you're in trouble
0: he, he does the whole thing where he goes from tapping it on the porch to tapping it on his hand
4: <laughs> oh no <laughs>
2: Uh, does does Dustin see this?
0: Oh, yeah, you guys, he's not, he's just like not hiding it. He's sitting and like looks like he's just patiently
3: waiting. Dustin's like, all right, I'm going home now. Immediately <laughs> seeing the master of the house, Rustler does a butler bow where he sets his hands on his sides and bows. Uh,
0: he sees me, right? Yeah, oh, he's he's looking from you to Kimmy and he looks at Rustler when he bows and he gives him a nod. And uh, Rustler's just,
3: like right next to Kimmy, too, almost like a bodyguard. He, he,
0: nice he does crack a small grin as dustin sort of pivots 90 degrees and starts walking the other direction away
2: <laughs> i give them the like that box of like all the trink i don't know if i was carrying it but yeah. that and i'm like oh i think this was your dad's stuff right okay goodbye
0: <laughs> kimmy i think he like hands it to you and you're just like
4: does kimmy's dad
0: like me oh yeah yeah Joe, Joe, tenth. Okay. He he likes you very much. He wouldn't let you live in his house if he didn't like you. <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't live. <laughs> I stay in the house. Right. Live yeah, right.
0: yeah, there. Yeah. You're you're kind of a almost permanent house guest. <laughs> but yeah, so he he stands up. He straightens his uh his shirt, dusts off the back of his pants from where he was sitting, and he's <laughs> like, hmm, Good morning. Hi, Dad. Hello, Morning. Kimbaria.
2: <laughs> that voice, I like it. Mm. Uh, I, I I, sort of just walk forward with the box of stuff, and I go, got some stuff for you, Dad. Look. Mm.
0: Were you uh, sleepwalking last night and treasure hunting in your sleep?
2: Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, I know that happened to you when you were younger, so I, uh, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, um... We have undead in the town, and then we have all this drama, and then I wake up to find my Kimbarria and Bree, who were sound asleep in their beds when I went off to sleep. Not in their beds anymore.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm older than him. It's true. He
0: doesn't seem to care about that at the moment. Because <laughs> he's giving you both a very stern look. He looks at Kimmy like eye to eye. Or kind of down a little because he's up on the step, and he looks up at Bree, same strict dad expression.
4: I'm not. It doesn't bother me.
3: Uh, at this point, Rustler's like he had the bow, but he holds it like he just feels like a she, almost like a servant that failed his job, kind of thing. <laughs> Even though he's not his servant.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm unfazed I... by his dad face. I'm sorry if
2: I I made you worry, Dad. Mm-hmm. I mean to.
0: Well, you know, this could have been easily resolved if the, there had been a note on the table saying that something interesting came up.
4: Yeah, I didn't have time for notes. I forgot mm-hmm. about <laughs> notes. We we didn't have time for notes.
0: Well, you're lucky I didn't send Mortimer looking for you. Let me tell you. Hmm. Because Who, Sheriff Mortimer. Yeah. I considered it, but... I thought I'd give you a pass on that. I almost told him though, you find them and you bring them in and make them sit in a cell for a few hours and make them sweat it. <laughs> Especially Bree, she's the troublemaker. And he, smile- and he smiles hey! this time. He just smiles ear to ear at Bree. And he looks at Rust. like now he kind of pays attention that Rustler's still bowing, and he says, Oh, um, and he taps you on the shoulder with his stick, and he says, Rustler, that is a terrible position for your back if you remain that way. You'll have all sorts of problems as you get older.
3: He, he lurches back up. Hmm. Looks at him.
0: So, and he sits back on the stoop. And he goes, Dustin!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and I slink back. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> He'll feed you. Mm. Yeah. Oh. My dad
2: has uh, all sorts of crazy machines that we can use to make breakfast.
0: Oh, cool. okay. Yes. Come on. I do, Come on. I do like
2: food. Okay.
0: He gets <laughs> up and walks in the front door.
2: I, I want you to know. I did not leave from this location last night, so I could not have left you a note, sir.
0: <laughs> Dustin, you should consider next time uh, coming back and leaving a note. Uh, <laughs> any any time you plan to leave to go anywhere, I expect a note on my front door.
3: I will keep that in mind. <laughs> Dustin Wrestler's like
0: I'm, I'm laughing.
3: <laughs> I w- I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is only it's it is the respectable thing to do, Dustin. As you know, I do I do worry very much about you.
2: Kimmy, Kimmy's shaking her head. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm.
0: Kimmy, stop uh, stop agreeing with me. You're still in trouble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pats you on the head, and he says, "All right, breakfast then, hey." And he walks in the kitchen, and uh, there's like there literally are all these contraptions, and he sort of like. He flicks this one thing and this little flint and stone kind of spark at the same time that he kind of taps another um, like this kind of bellows thing and the flame goes and it lights up underneath the stove like instantly. And as soon as it does, it scares these chickens in a cage and they immediately like <laughs> like, like cluck and like you see them start laying eggs from just the startled. And you just see him like a little a little door opens at the bottom of the cage and the eggs start to roll down. And as they kind of fall in, they land, and then there's like a, ch- ch- and they'll fall over and kind of hit this little, like, slicer, and it splits the egg clean, and it drops the eggs into a pan, and this little whisk on a, on a like, little motorized arm starts whisking the eggs in the pan as it's cooking, and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, he runs over as something looks like it's about to not work, and he kind of adjusts something, and you see, like, uh, these little cups start kind of moving out along a track, mm-hmm, mm. And little fruit kind of rolls out.
4: He has a Rube Goldberg for breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's it's like Big Adventure.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. It's like the, <laughs> the whole shebang. And um, once he looks it over and sees everything seems to be working properly, he just kind of sits down and lights a pipe.
3: Um, and as he's doing that, is there like a water pump anywhere or like a water source? Oh uh, yeah,
0: there's like. Want to get cleaned up, don't you? <laughs> There's a basin in the corner, and it's got, like, these piping, this pipe that comes in, and there's a, like, not even just, like, a pump. It's got, like, knobs on it that you could turn. It looks what, like he's made some kind of plumbing.
3: Does it look like I could figure it out without assistance?
0: Yeah, you, you kind of go okay. over and look at it, and if you turn one of the knobs, it flows water in.
3: Okay, um, I have a, um, what was it? I think I have, not, not a barrel. It's something to store water in and he's going to um, start taking off most of his clothes, but not all of it, just like the, the outer vest. And like, his, he doesn't really need an undershirt because mm-hmm. he's a Kenku. So um, he starts washing his clothes. And if everyone starts getting out of their PJs and gets in the morning clothes and stuff, he actually goes to their room, gets their dirty clothes and starts washing their clothes. And that's what Rustler's gonna do probably this whole time before he goes to bed.
0: While you're doing that, uh, Gerald Tannin, like looks over and he goes, "Turn the other knob."
3: <laughs> Turns the other knob.
0: So you you hear like the the flow of water, and then it like you see like this little spark light underneath the pipe where that one's coming in, and it like is a little flame at the bottom of the pipe that's heating the pipe. And at first, the water's coming through cold, but as the pipe warms up, the water starts to flow through warm, and you get hot water coming through the pipe. And he's, he puffs on his pipe, and he's like, "Hot running water! I don't even have to go out and heat it up."
3: Um, I, I elbow Russ and I say, "Pretty cool, right?" Russler says, <laughs> <laughs> says in a random male voice.
4: Stay here.
3: Russler says in a random male voice because I can't think of one at the moment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Continues watching everyone's clothes.
0: So you guys are very quickly served, uh, like a nice breakfast and stuff like that. Like the plates sort of run out on a little belt and the the pan kind of like, and eggs pour on a plate and then it goes down. And eventually you have like a full breakfast served. There's fruit, there's eggs, there's some vegetables, there's some fresh squeezed juice.
2: Very nice. Nice. He says. We, we like this every morning <laughs>
0: It's pretty he cool says, I should have had Kimmy cook it uh, From scratch for punishment but um, <laughs> That's not as much fun It's true So So yeah you guys are able to eat You know you have a nice breakfast uh, And uh, Gerald Chant, uh Is kind of looking around at each of you hmm. And he says so uh, I assume there's a story To go with this whole uh, Being out all night um, yeah. um,
3: up until now, I, I assume wrestler has kept the sack and not in plain view. Maybe not completely hide it, but it make it not obvious. He leaves it up to Kimmy.
2: <laughs>
3: oh yeah, Kimmy will.
2: Kimmy will start telling her dad pretty much everything. He, uh, yeah, he's a he's a pretty enlightened guy, I would say.
0: Even so, uh. There's a bit of a overly concerned, like, yeah. nervous look. That's especially fair. Especially as you get to the part about uh, Entrellis and the thing that sprouted out of him. He looks just, like, eyes wide. Kind of mouth hanging. Like, his pipe's kind of hanging out like it's going to drop. And he sort of puts it down. Mm-hmm. Kind of taps it out. <sighs> and your friend... Krona
2: is gone, MIA. Yeah, we we think he might have been kidnapped by someone. That's
0: hmm.
2: Yeah. I make, I make her, the,
3: go ahead. I make the sound of ropes wrestling. Mm. I look at Kim.
2: Hmm. I I
3: motion a wrestler to get the bag out if he wants to. Okay, He puts his gloves back on Because I'm assuming he did, he did those first and, uh, and they're dry So he carefully like, he, he makes sure that the dad Realizes this isn't something that uh, Should be in the living room And he yeah. uh, opens it
0: So uh, He kind of looks at it Hmm He gets up He disappears into a side room you hear, like, <laughs> you hear draws opening and closing. <laughs> he comes back in, and he he's wearing, like, a, a belt with a bunch of, like, tools and things in the belt. He's got, uh, like, these goggles kind of over the top of his head, and they, like, have all different lenses that he can flip, 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 flip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he kind of looks around. He moves his plates and stuff, just kind of shoves him into a bin that's alongside the table and kicks it and it starts sh- rolling away with his dirty dishes and he kind of lays out like wax paper and just gloves gloves scoops it up and drops it on the table.
3: Mm-hmm. Brett definitely helps because he doesn't need to worry about his clothes anymore. Mm-hmm. He seems completely fine now like before he seemed very like I mean, just to stay clean, but the second his clothes he doesn't have those clothes to worry about anymore he just simply helps he even, probably gets some all over his chest slime, he just yeah. doesn't
0: really care uh, <laughs> we just ate breakfast <laughs> he looks down at it and looks at Brain and he's like, oh, sorry
2: <laughs> Buddhist, "Always poking around for more food
0: he says, uh, Dustin the icebox is in the corner oh, thank you there's like all sorts of things in there you could get. There's some cold cuts and some other things that he has from the butcher.
2: Lots of meat. <laughs> if you want me to cook anything, I will. No, no, I'm, I'm good. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. As Kimmy
0: says that, you see uh, Gerald Anth pull out like a razor, flip down his goggles, and kind of adjust and like th- cut into the sack where the brain was. And he just starts kind of dissecting it and kind of taking. I leave
4: the room. <laughs>
3: Rustler's curious. He just sits there and tilts his head, like looks side and has like his face sideways, so one eye is keeping a good eye on it. Mm.
4: Thing is very gross and unnatural, and Bree doesn't like that. He tries
0: uh, to cut into like the shell, and he's like, "Hmm." He pulls out like this big set of like it almost looks like a nutcracker, and he kind of oh. goes at it like it's a big piece of lobster. And he's just like, mm, "Crack!"
2: Oh, oh my god. <laughs>
0: He just sort of... Kimmy,
2: sh- Kimmy will take out, like, a little notebook or whatever and uh, start, like, taking notes. Like, if her dad, like, says stuff, she'll transcribe it.
0: Yeah, so he will. He talks about, like, he's like, hmm, the brain... This this brain is not attached by anything that would make it... Um, And it's the bigger, like, human-sized kind of piece of the brain. And mm-hmm. he says, hmm, but it seems to draw uh, the, the, the sac material. And you see him, like, pulling, like, pieces of the... He's like, hmm, it seems like it transfers energy from the sack to the, the creature. Alright, correct. Pulls the chest cavity open and starts kind of poking around at the insides. Hmm, has it, the? yes, it has an internal brain in the inner structure of it, and the claws are very sharp. Oh, look at the poison sacks, and he's like very carefully cuts <laughs> loose, and like he's just putting out wax paper and like taking it apart. And he says... I've never seen anything like this ever, never before. No, uh, these are. This is poisoned. Um, if uh, if rendered unconscious by this, uh, you you could be unconscious for hours. Mm, oh. I, I don't think it would kill you though. I mean, I have to run some tests. And he puts it like in a vial, and uh, he says, takes a claw, and he's like, chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs>
3: Rustler isn't very good with this, but he is proficient in medicine. Would he know where the, whatever would make the chittering noise would be in this thing?
0: Sure. Uh, make a medicine check.
3: Okay. Oh, wow. Wow.
0: So, um, you, Rustler, you see as he has it cracked open, it's got like, where, like on a human, like it would have like a voice box. It's got like these little like mandibles that kind of they look like they kind of rub against each other and it's almost like a...
3: As, I, when he gets to there, I point it out and I make the noise.
0: Hmm. He uh, kind of like with his gloved fingers rubs them together and it kind of... Hmm. Yes, yes. And he'll kind of try to remove them intact. Um, he's looking at it. He says, uh, I, I don't see any way for this to then turn around and um sort of make another one of itself um this this mm. this is like the the larvae of something something else put this here so there it, it oh. comes from a different type it doesn't seem to have any sort of reproductive abilities of its own it's sort of the end stage of something else that did that to him
4: probably and, bigger and, and grosser
0: and um it looks like it Used the host. This uh, he points in the other room where Bree went. This crazy Bob, he says loud, uh, as a to just state itself. From looking at this, it seems it didn't need to uh, to break to break free. It seems that it was uh, perhaps the the scuffle you had with him um, agitated this creature to the point where it's panicked, and um, I, I take it this is his brain. Because this is not its brain, it is a different brain.
3: So I was thinking too. Mm,
0: so it, it seems to have consumed its whole, because this other damage looks post death damage. Like it looks like did you did you throw it against something? Like yeah.
3: yeah. Mm. I make the sound of the javelin hitting the side of the tower.
0: Ugh.
4: But it also fell to the ground.
0: Mm, yes, there's quite a bit of bludgeoning. Like impact damage to it um so yes yeah, so some, something else did this on wrestler tries
3: his best to reenact the situation because he heard all the noises so he can make the noises but maybe the physical reenactment part would be a little more
0: difficult so gerald tanth will like he pauses and waits and like takes in everything wrestler does and nods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe more but, like
3: he maybe uses his hands like shows like like a guy on top of the tower and i make the sound of him falling off the
1: tower <laughs> yeah
3: yeah Point point at Dustin's shoulder, even though it's not there anymore. Or the top of his head, and even though it's not there anymore, and go murder. And what? and then, uh, crazy Bob being like, "Oh, it's back! Ah, so you can never take me alive, you know, or whatever he was saying." The anything he's doing.
0: Gerald Chance looks at Kimmy and says, "I would uh, I would pay for a show this one would put on. It's very me too. Very entertaining. Yes. Or or if there was another show, he could do all of the background sound effects."
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Holy work. Hmm. So, yes, so I don't know what this is, but compared to this with everything else that has happened in town, um, and this, this is not good. No. I'm, there, I don't know, were there any signs on the body that you could tell, like, this has happened to him? Like, this was...
2: Not that we saw, um, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. No, we
4: didn't see anything on Crazy Bob that made it look like he was
2: how um actually- father father grimble said it might have been there for a while i think when we talked to him hmm. well, so yes. how long
0: i mean based on it it i mean it looks like it's just a big full grown this, it doesn't seem like it would get any bigger um i hmm. think maybe uh it it probably i mean he he seemed to have been living comfortably with this inside him for i would say at least Hmm, best guess five or so Maybe more years it was in him Years? Hmm. As,
3: as as he says, like, comfortably I, uh, I just Do the noise, I don't act out this part Of him being all like that. get out of my head As he, like, was smack smacking his head against something. Oh I correctly.
0: Hmm, maybe not so comfortably then No
3: Maybe, <laughs> maybe to reference psychological trauma I don't know. Mm.
0: He, uh He makes a note and he says, uh People bashing heads. Sign of strange internal creature damage. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so, he says, well, I think that you all need some sleep.
2: Yeah, probably. And... Dustin is
4: sleeping.
0: <laughs> I think Dustin <laughs> made a table? sandwich, and Dustin's sandwich is like one bite gone, and Dustin <laughs> is sleeping next to his sandwich.
3: Yeah, he's still tea? eating it. He's
0: like...
3: Rustler, <laughs> Rustler takes that very same blanket and puts it over top of him again. Oh.
0: <laughs> and and Jer- so Gerald Tant says, says, uh, I think, and he looks mm-hmm. around at all of you and then eyes focused on Kimmy, you probably want to run after and find your friend now. Because this is all not very good. And if he just poofed away into a tree and you found mm-hmm. that s- knife Sword thingamajiggy he carries. Not good, no. But no. you're no good to your friend if you're exhausted. And he points at Dustin. Sound yeah. asleep while eating your sandwich. Munch, <laughs> <laughs> punch. That is no good. You need to sleep. I should go and talk to Mortimer and mm. see what he thinks.
4: Who's Mortimer? The sheriff. Again? Here. We sheriff is a possibly possibly in on this.
3: Maybe. What? Wrestler takes out all those notes.
0: Oh my. Well then, maybe not. All right. Maybe maybe we don't tell anyone yet. You sleep, yeah. and I go over all of these papers he's, like, starting to already sort them He He moves around to the other side of the table next to Dustin, he kind of slides Dustin aside a little bit, moves his sandwich, and he starts sort of fiddling with the notes and laying them out.
2: Dad, would it be alright if we slept in here with you? In the kitchen? Yeah.
4: Get sleeping bags.
0: I mean, you could sleep right in the the sitting room next... Right there. Bree Bree is already looks comfy in there.
4: Okay, I probably am. I'm yeah, okay. to lose a little bit. That'll work.
0: Alright. But, I will go over the notes that you brought mm-hmm. back. Thank and you, Dad. He looks at the mess he made, he's like, I guess I should probably clean this up, too.
3: No, I'll do that, I'll do that, it's fine. Wrestler's oh. already cleaning <laughs> it.
0: No, fine. it's fine, it's
3: fine, I got it.
0: He says, oh, you. I, I like him, I could do all my things and my experiments, and then I could just go on to the next one and he would just clean it up that would be amazing
2: well we have money we can hire him he's,
3: I, I he's hear he's, he's looking the for problem. a job <laughs> mm. Rustler's head perks up job. but then he quickly goes back down and continues working so, <laughs> yeah Kimmy will help clean up
0: alright then so yes you all need to rest and I will go through this and we will see what we yeah. can do about finding your friend
2: Before we all go to bed, I set up the Moppet so it's sort of, um, like, in the corner so it can see the whole room.
0: Okay. Um, So Gerald Gerald like, gets down and walks into his workshop. He rolls a cart in, and he, like, goes over to the chair where Dustin is sleeping. And he kind of looks at the chair, and he's like, "Hmm." and you see him, like, take his stick that he had outside, and he puts it under one leg of the chair, and he just kind of pushes it under and gives it a little tink. Like, just the right leverage. And the chair sort of tips sideways, and Dustin slides onto the cart.
1: Still sound asleep.
0: Yeah, and you, <laughs> see, you see it kind of bow under his weight, and Gerald Tan kind of gets behind it and he pushes him into the other room where he's, where Bree is, and kind of rolls him in, adjusts the blanket that got a little tousled, pats him on the head, and takes, takes like a piece of lettuce out of his mouth,
2: <laughs> I was going to say, but what you didn't see is that when he did it, Dustin, like, sleepily grabbed the sandwich, and now is, like, holding the sandwich like a teddy bear. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, what, what, One last important thing Russell's probably going to do before, he obviously, you make sure everyone else is settled before he actually goes to sleep, Um those centipedes initially from last session that we encountered the giant ones Mm -hmm. i think they're the only creature that bit rustler but he is very paranoid and concerned now that this creep the the thing that burst out of crazy bob possibly could have infected any of us here so he's doing a medicine check on himself i guess to make sure um that the centipede was had no connection or whatever role that would be.
0: Okay.
3: Um, and if anyone would allow him, he was going to do a medicine check. That's a little. You
4: well, know, you could do it on so. Dustin. He's not going to notice.
2: That's true. Uh, okay.
4: <laughs> and I
0: won't yeah. stop you.
3: You probably he would not. <laughs> okay, that was that was me, I guess. Okay. Or was that just everybody?
0: Um, so that one's you. So you kind of check where you got uh, bitten by the centipedes mm-hmm. and um. The wound doesn't look infected or anything. You do a quick sort of check, kind of poke, look at it. Gerald Tanth kind of looks over your shoulder while you're doing it, and he's like, well, I don't think you'll lose the hand.
2: <laughs> if you do, my dad can make a new one.
0: Mm, I'm working on, uh, instead of just, a, you know, like, it's sitting there, like, the appendages maybe will move.
3: Mm. It's pretty cool. I can, I can do the prosthetic arm. Mm. I weird. Okay. But, uh, I guess. Okay. I guess Dustin next.
0: Dustin seems uh perfectly healthy, and completely exhausted. <laughs>
3: <Thanks>. Okay. <laughs> then I guess the next one will be maybe maybe Bree. Uh, yeah, we'll go with Bree. She was like, yeah, sure. She
0: looks. Well off, she doesn't seem to be suffering any ill effects.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm just checking physical. I'm not checking psychological.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So. <laughs> yeah, Camille. Awesome. Uh, oh well, oh, <laughs> he doesn't know much about gnomes, so.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. So everybody looks fine, and even like you, you really double check Dustin's like wound because he got bitten and clawed by the creature itself. But mm-hmm. his, the he was one seems, I was worried about. Yeah, he seems to. It's even the poison. His his like bear like physique seems to have just kind of burned off any poison that would have gotten in his system too so yeah at everybody seems like they're in good health if not completely worn out from their night's adventure
2: then I will I wish everyone good night even though it's the, like afternoon and
3: I'll
0: uh... it's like probably now like 11 o'clock in the morning
3: yeah <laughs> and, and for the wrestler uh, gently full fold, immediately folds everyone's pajamas and his and his clothes, mm-hmm. he roosts like an actual bird, where he like you know just like sits down, and just, you know, and just arms like kind of curl to his sides, and he just goes to sleep.
0: So when you guys all go to sleep, what nobody mm-hmm. sees is uh, uh, Gerald like gets a blanket and puts it over Rustler's shoulders, Aww. since he gave his blanket to Dustin, and then he goes back to tinkering with his things and going through the notes as you guys sleep until next time <laughs> and we find out what happened to Krona. Thank you for joining us for our Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.